Hello people, hopefully you are recovering from your wild and crazy 4th of July day weekend. I had a pretty decent recovery time. Actually I'm sitting here dripping water right now. You think you could die if you drip water on a microphone? I just washed my hair and I'm like, hmm, what are my chances of death are? Eh, I don't know. We'll find out. Um, Actually, it's funny because my hair is actually one of the things I wanted to talk about today. I have one of those mind-numbingly simple jobs, which is good because at this point in my life, I really can't deal with, you know, some super high-powered charge thing. I just need to go do something simple to earn money and come home. I cannot deal with stress. Um, but at any rate, during my mind-numbingly simple job... I had just random thoughts were sailing into my head, and I thought I'd share them with you good people. One, it's starting to annoy me the way that African American women are shown in print media. This is so random, and I normally wouldn't even bother because you know what? If people are getting a check, good for them. But it's more, so I don't have a problem that they're being used, and I'm glad they are. I just wonder why this trend has begun. Am I the only person that have noticed the whole kooky ethnic hair thing that you almost always see the same type of hair texture? on every woman of color in any commercial, no matter what it is. It's pledge, if it's stockings, um, Botox, everything. They all have the kooky ethnic hair. Now, this may be born out of just ignorance. Maybe people just don't know this, but I don't have any data or anything like that. But I would say maybe seven, I would feel very comfortable saying that at least 75% of African American women wear their hair in some straightened manner, whether it be with a chemical relaxer, with um, an ionic straightener or straightening comb, they do something to make their hair straighter than it is naturally. And then the remaining percentage um, wear their hair either in braids or with a uh, dreads or the way I wear my hair which is generally considered natural. Now my hair is quote-unquote natural but I probably use just as many chemicals as anybody else does. Um, it's natural as in I don't use anything to straighten it but it's not like I'm out there grinding roots and berries to do my hair. So, um, so okay fine. So even if you left the remaining 25% including those that really wear their hair um, in braids or dreads, that's the only 25% of the population. So how come every time I open the magazine, I see 90% of the people represented there with the kooky ethnic hair? Now, if you know, aren't familiar with that, it's that really Mediterranean sort of loose curls. I can't really, hmm, it would be a good example. Like um, Amelia Rue, I don't know if you're familiar with her, or Tracy Ellis Ross, sometimes she wears her hair that way. Basically, it's the natural hair texture of someone who's usually of mixed race, very rarely of someone who was born to two African-American parents. Um, even my hair, I kind of look like Sideshow Bob. Actually, my hair would probably aspire to be Sideshow Bob. It's not quite there yet. Um, 
it's kind of like Sideshow Bob in his first mo first month, because it's a little short, but it's really, really, really cottony, tightly wound curls. So these people with the kooky ethnic hair have looser curls, but they're still obviously black. And I don't know what that came about, but it's such an odd represent representation. Nobody looks like that. No one. If you were to just walk down the street and hit 9 out of 10 black women in the head, none of them would look like what you would see in the Botox print commercial. So that's just weird. Um, also, I was thinking about my relationship with my vagina. It's gotten a lot better. I had so many issues previously, and you know, you'll get to know me. I, I just share. So if you're embarrassed by such things, you probably shouldn't be listening to this. But at any rate, I was one of those people with like, you know, a porcelain cooch. Like if the wind blew too hard, I got an infection. I remember being at a party once and this girl, actually I was playing like in the next room, so I didn't see it, but I heard that she took um, two wine bottles inside her at the same time. And everyone was terribly impressed by it. But the only thing I could think of is, oh my God, I would be growing cottage cheese immediately right around the bottles if that were to happen. Because anything that isn't just hospital sterilization clean that goes in there just causes an infection. So that's the way I've been for the longest time. I was constantly afraid of infection. Infection! Kind of like, um, I don't know, Anne Frank in the attic just constantly you know like oh infection oh what is that infection so went to the doctors i mean this is something that's been happening since i was like 12. so every now and again i would just suck it up okay go to doctor go to doctor and i was told several times that well this is just something that happens to women of color and i accepted that answer for a long time actually until i don't know maybe like six months ago i was like wait, it's a whole lot of things that just sort of affects large groups of people. You don't just say, eh, it sucks to be you, go home. You know, like they would give you drugs, but the the drugs don't help it to not come back. It just helps to um, in that one event. So, I mean, the one thing they would do would be, you know, they tested me several times just to make sure I wasn't just secretly riddled with disease and that the um, yeast infections or whatever were just a symptom of that. So that was a good thing. They knocked that out of the way. But other than that, they really weren't terribly interested in curing me. Just, okay, well, here, get rid of this, and when it comes back again, come back. No, that, that's not the way I really want to live my life. So I went online and found out there was actually a lot of women across the globe, actually, um, that had the same sort of thing. That from the time that they started their period, practically, they would get some sort of infection pretty often, a lot more often than the average woman, and were told by their doctor, oh, oh well, what are you going to do? And that was pretty much it. So people started to look for their own way of curing it. So 
I'm, I'm not a doctor, so I don't want to diagnose anything. And what I did was basically just what I found online. But I just started taking acidophilus and folic acid. I feel comfortable telling you that because, I mean, it's something you get in, in a grocery store. So it's not like it's going to kill you. Um, I saw some suggestions online that seemed a little bit risky. You know, shooting things up the cooch that seemed like would kind of just burn you from the inside out. Um, so I wouldn't advise any of those really, but the folic acid and acidophilus have worked for me. So I've gained an appreciation for the cooch. The cooch is my friend. We get along very well. You know, she doesn't spew out cottage cheese and, you know, I treat her well. It's all good. Um, so those were just two of the things that I was thinking about. Oh, I know the last one. The last one was that we just finished Grand Theft Auto 4. And by we, I mean my darling husband is the one doing the finger action. I'm just the one behind him going, no, shoot him! No, turn left! No, left! What are you going? Turn left! So, that was my role. That was an important role. I feel like I contributed. I feel like I helped. But, I finally finished. And it was very anticlimactic, I must say. And you go through, for anyone who's not familiar with the game, it's, I'm not even going to bore you with the specifics because you're either interested in it or you aren't. And if you are in interested in it, you've at least rented it or gone to a friend's house who had it, if you don't own it yourself. But it, if you're not familiar at all, just, it's one of those shoot 'em up games. You shoot, you kill, you get hookers, you shoot, you kill, you get hookers. That's it. But it is the world's best design game. And I'm not a gamer. I'm not going to pretend like I am. But it is set in what is supposed to be similar to New York. And they spent a lot of time designing it. So it actually looks like New York and part of New Jersey. Now, they kind of glossed over New Jersey, frankly. Like, the detailing on the five, on the four boroughs. They kind of ignore that now. But the detailing is amazing. I'm like, oh my god, I recognize that neighborhood. I recognize that building. Da -da. Jersey's kind of like, eh, Jersey. They kind of put it all in one big lump. So I thought that was funny. But um, it's just very impressive. The gameplay is very impressive. Um, but I suck at games, really. So the only thing that I know how to do is kill and get blowjobs. So that's pretty much what I did when I played by myself. Um, and I found that I liked to kill. Killing was very therapeutic, especially during like PMS. I mean, not to be stereotypical, but there's sometimes when a woman wants to shoot someone. Um, and Grand Theft Auto was a, you know, sane, safe way of doing it. If there's any sane, safe way of killing, I don't know if you can hear that. My husband's actually still playing. Um, he's playing like the aftermath thing they let you do. But um, at any rate, yeah, if there's any sane, safe way of killing people, a game would be it. And it's very good. I, my one thing that I'm ashamed of is that I did kill a rabbi one day. If you're Jewish, I'm sorry. I didn't kill him because he was a rabbi. I was just looking for easy marks because some people fight back in the game. Like, you go to shoot them and they pull out their own gun. So I I just decided to take down, you know, the old and helpless. And when I got right up on the guy, I was like, oh, holy crud, he's a rabbi. But I was already kind of committed then, so I shot him. He didn't even have any money, so it was pretty 
Um, it was a senseless killing, so I that does actually bother me. Um, but other than that, I had a lovely time. And I loved pulling over prostitutes. See, I have this thing in my brain where I have a penis. Um, how can I boil this down simply? Somebody told me once that the size of your penis is the size of your middle finger to your wrist, which made my penis like seven inches. And don't cry if you're a man or anything, but it's way too small for me. I would really, like it's not even too small for me to have sex with, it's just too small for me to have. I'd like to feel like my penis was bigger. I'd like to have one of those penises that people kind of like shield their eyes from. Like, no, the horror. I don't know why, I just do. So, it kind of made me feel like I had that big penis that I really wanted. See, now I understand why, um, you know, losers that don't get laid spend a lot of time gaming. Because if I could be made to feel like I have a penis, if you actually have a penis, you know? Um, so yeah, I liked pulling over to prostitutes and getting blowjobs. And then what you could do too, if you could pull over to prostitutes, get blowjobs, and then shoot the prostitutes and take their money. So, I know. If you're not into games right now, you're just sitting there mouth agape like, oh, dear Lord. But seriously, try it. It'll make you feel a lot better if you're having a hard day. Alright, people. It's all that's on my mind right now. Have a good night. Questions, comments, squeals of joy. Please feel free to email us at S as in Sam, F as in Frank, F as in Frank, podcast at rocketmail.com. Thank you and have a good night.